Mind Fudgers, and welcome to episode number 14 of the Mind Fudge Comedy Podcast. I'm your host, Justin Corbett, and with me as always... George Tripsis. And of course... Princess Sophia. A.K.A. Andy. How you doing, guys? I, I'm doing good now that I've been re-promoted. <laughs> <laughs> He's no longer... Uh, we, called, we called him our sidekick. Our plucky sidekick. Ago, but no, we'll, we're part of the team, Andy. Yay, teamwork. We, we, we let you think that you're part of the team. How are you doing, George? I'm doing good, man. How are you? Doing pretty good. It's been mostly a good week. Mostly a good week. It's been very busy. It's always busy, especially when we're running a campaign. Yeah, we got a Kickstarter going right now for our comic, Speak No Evil, uh, issue three. Woo woo. Uh, go check that out if you can. Like, uh, if you haven't read the book, it's a lot of fun. You know, I gave a synopsis on the last episode. Just say a fun um, Lovecraftian tale. I keep saying a fun Lovecraftian tale. That was my favorite quote we got from all the reviewers. Yeah. Um, but hey, we've had two successful Kickstarters so far, and we got the third one going. Uh, this is recording a little bit before it actually begins, so I'm hoping we're doing well at this point. <laughs> I've heard Obama has uh, wiretapped your campaign. I wish he would. That might generate some interest. I could spread alternative facts that say... There you did. go. That's all we need is alternative news. Yes, uh, Alternative Kickstarters. <laughs> Andy go <Go-Go>. go. <laughs> yeah, and then Andy, your book is out now too, right? Uh, I guess so. What day is it? it it's sometime in April. It is sometime in <laughs> April. Then yes. <laughs> How specific of you? Uh, yes, my book is out. Um, shadows, What's it called again? Shadows falling. What's uh, it about? It's about shadows and how they how, fall, how, and how sometimes they, fall? they can't get back up. Oh, man. It's about old shadows. <laughs> this is the whole story from the perspective of uh, Peter Pan's shadow, right? Yeah. It's, they do uh, that in the TV series. <laughs> <laughs> it's 13 short stories. Six of them are kind of Lovecraftian, kind of House of Leaves-ish. And the other seven are somewhere between um, a happy-go-lucky comedy about a stalker and his stalky and uh, Hostile. Right on. All right. Yeah. So, you know, the normal range of things. The easiest way to get to Andy's book is to go to jonesaw.com mm-hmm. and uh, click the link. It'll take you straight to the Amazon order form. Uh, you can also read one of the sample chapters on our website, mindfudgecomedy.com. You have the first one up there, Dark Heart. Which also links to my website. It's pretty fun. Uh, but anyways, back to the show. This week's theme is fast food, and this one was chosen by Princess Sophia. Why'd you pick fast food? Because he loves it. <laughs> Because I'm made out of it. <laughs> it's made me you the are, man I am. I, you are what you eat. I believe all of those statements. <laughs> <laughs> I think they're, they're true for all of us, to be honest. Hey, I don't eat fast food as much. Then what's your excuse? I'm just fat. Oh, oh okay. Yeah. All right. Well, <laughs> that's, that's simple as that. <laughs> Jeez, George. Way to bring us down. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to bring down the energy in the room. So you're saying we're fat too, George? No. Oh. I'm just saying I'm fat. Hey, the facts don't lie. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on to this week's Mind Melters. Here are some terrible questions based on this week's theme. This is Mind Melters. Question one. What is the best fast food? George. Uh, if you're in Texas, Whataburger. That's the only answer. Yeah. It's true. Uh, I am inclined to agree with you. Yeah. I, how could you answer anything else? And if you were to answer it anything else, you're wrong. Perhaps we should answer as if we didn't live in Texas or another Whataburger state. Sure. Okay, sure. So, non-Whataburger, because that's the obvious answer. Right. What's the best fast food? What's number two? Dairy Queen. Really? I don't know. Chick-fil-A is pretty good. But Dairy Queen's got the desserts. Right. Yeah. And Sonic's got drinks. Yeah, but Sonic's, like, burgers and fries are mostly garbage. Yeah, yeah. They're passable, but not great. Dairy Queen's food is also not great. It's the dessert that you go for. Dairy Queen's burgers are pretty solid. It's the fries that are kind of eh. I don't Did eat that fries crinkle cut fries. Anyways. Oh, yeah. Those are always soggy. <laughs> <laughs> you got a 50-50 shot at least. 
At uh, least you can always get the chicken tenders. The chicken tenders are always on point. They're at pretty Queen. good. But or I mean, the dude. If you're going for chicken, you may as well go to Chick Fil A. But I don't really like Chick Fil A all that much. You get the waffle fries. They have Oreo mm-hmm. milkshakes. Those are really good. I always um, think that their fried chicken is too soggy. No, you're wrong. You're wrong. Uh, okay, whatever. <laughs> Dairy Queen does have though the the chicken fried steak sandwich. The dude. The dude. That's and true. Uh, the dude abides. <laughs> Fair enough. To... Hey, look, it's a movie I watched. All right. Question number two. What is the worst fast food? McDonald's. It's a tie between McDonald's and Burger King. Uh, Carl's Jr. is pretty fucking gross. I've never been there. I am not a fan of Carl's Jr. I like Carl's Jr. I think it might be yours that sucks. That is entirely possible. Yeah. Um, Second worst? Uh, Checkers. I've never mm. been to a Checkers. Mm-hmm. Fuck, that place is disgusting. Bojangles. Oh, oh, Hart's Chicken. Oh, gross. I've never eaten at a Hart's Chicken, but I've walked into a few of them, and they are the grossest, greasiest... Most any, disgusting establishments I've ever been to. Any that's fast a food place that's a fried that has chicken a fucking buffet has a buffet. You don't go there. Is it a salad bar? No. It's, hell no. It's all fried things. If there was salad, it'd be fried salad with chicken <laughs> livers on it. No, Hart's Chicken and I think maybe churches can be bad depending on which one you go to. Because some of them will uh, will batter and fry in front of you. And I like that. I've been to some churches. You like to see your, your food get fried in front of you, huh? Well, I mean, if they're battering it in front of you, you know it's fresh. Yeah. I mean, this is hard to argue with that. I, I still say McDonald's is probably the worst, but Carl's Jr. is a real close second for me. Um, I don't really like Sparkle. You ever been to Sparkle before? Sparkle mm-hmm. Burgers? Uh, it's not the best burgers, but when you're having a hungover night in New Orleans, it's not that bad. Is that their slogan? It's not that bad? Yeah. Does Tornado Burger count? As fast food? I mean, I think that's, there's a, only one. that's a local place here in Texas. Yeah, well, there's only one, as far as I know. No, so I don't, it, has, yeah. it has to be a chain. I know Sparkle is a chain. Man, now I'm going to go to Tornado Burger after the show. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, there's definitely some shitty restaurants out there. That's totally. Sure. Pizza Hut's the worst. Lies and deceit. Papa John's pretty bad. We, a, we, we talked we'll about say that. it's a tie for the, we for the worst. Yeah. Hearts Chicken. Uh, question three, and this one might actually take us some places grossest thing you've seen at a restaurant and you still eat in there yeah, apparently you have an answer for this already so why don't you go first i have like six answers for this yeah you go ahead while i <laughs> i contemplate the grossest thing all right so i'm going to tell a few stories uh we'll start with the most recent one back in november i believe i went to jason's deli with uh with Heather. i was gonna go there with this one and uh I-, I went in the restroom to wash my hands because i'm a very clean person i always wash my hands before i eat and I walked in there, and there was a dude about three times my size taking a massive dump in the toilet. Oh, shit. And, I mean, he was making noises. Like, I could see his feet, like, sticking out under the stall, like, shaking. Yeah, like, he, he was, you know, going full force. He had a bad shit that day. And I'm washing my hands, and he gets up, pulls up his pants, buttons them, and then walks past me right out the front door. Gross. And I was like, ugh. Maybe it was more thunder than lightning. Well, I wash my hands, and I walk back out there, and I sit down waiting for our food. And that same guy goes straight to the ice cream machine because they have free ice cream for people. Yeah. And he makes himself a chocolate vanilla swirl ice cream cone. And it's like oozing over the side, like landing on his hands. And he's like licking it off his hands. <laughs> and I'm like trying not to vomit like while I'm watching this. <laughs> and then to make things even worse, like he got his disgusting ice cream cone and left. Uh, there was a, a group of like, I don't know, middle school cheerleaders or something that were there. And they all ran over to get ice cream immediately after him. And I was just like, should I say something? No. <laughs> like, just let up, it happen. I ended up not saying anything, but I felt kind of bad about it. <laughs> Kids need to get germs so their immune system can I build up. I don't know if they needed those germs, though. Ugh. I mean, it's the only way to be sure that they're immune to the zombie apocalypse. I suppose. 
And every other disease. I'll come back to me with another one. Uh, why don't you go, George? Uh, God, I, I can't really think uh, of something I've seen gross in the restaurant, but I have a seen a very gross restroom. And uh, the scene I saw in the restroom looked like someone's asshole had TNT in it and exploded. Kind of like the McDonald's situation I explained with the woman that had the exorcism. Right. Mm-hmm. So, But this is one of those bathrooms where it's just like when you open the door, there's just a toilet. Right. It's not like a stall or anything like that. It's just a toilet and a urinal next to each other. And uh, No divider? No, no, no divider. It's like only one person can go in there. <laughs> That's so weird. <laughs> yeah, it's just like a restroom. You can, Only one person can go in. You lock the door behind you kind of deal. Uh, anyway, I, I went in there and uh, it just looked like someone's asshole has exploded. And it could have been the inspiration for the comic book. I don't know. <laughs> and um, yeah, it was just disgusting. But I still, I went and ordered my food and I sat down and ate. Still needed to pee when I was done, but later yeah see you for later i worked at a mcdonald's that was uh built into a uh, gas station and this is obviously after the mcdonald's we worked at yeah so they were a very busy gas station and for whatever reason when the mcdonald's moved in they agreed to take over the bathroom uh maintenance yeah yeah only problem was all the long crews for this very affluent neighborhood would stop in there on their way out. All of them would use the restroom. And every five minutes, it would be clogged. And there would just be shit paper in the trash can. And it was disgusting and awful. And the people that we sent in there to clean it are also handling your food. So joke's on you, America. I also ah. ha- I have another one. Okay. Uh, there's this place, I don't know if it's a chain nationwide, but this is a Mexican fast food place here called Chacho's. Yeah. Yeah. I, lo- I love Chacho's. Yeah. People go but, there yeah. all the time, but God damn, that place is disgusting. Mm-hmm. Like the floors are greasy and slippery. The bathroom looks like someone died in it all the time. Anyway, uh, it's late night. Uh, people usually go there at, like around two or three cause it's a 24 hour place. And, uh, we were standing in line and you could see the people cooking in the background and this one time that I went, what happened to be a chef that was on the heavy side, and he had a lot of hair, and he's wearing a hairnet, it's all drooping out and shit, and he's just sweating, like raining sweat. And he's there, like, stirring the scrambled eggs and putting all that, and you just see the sweat falling in the scrambled eggs that he's mixing in. And that sounds delicious. Extra salt. Oh, God damn it. And, like, I refused to eat there. I just sat there with my friends and watched them eat, and that was, ugh. Yeah, I've, I've, I've seen things like that before. I went to a Wendy's one time and ordered a Frosty that had a Band-Aid in it. Oh, my God. I remember this story. <laughs> How does that happen? Uh, it was gross. It was really gross. At least it wasn't a finger in your chili. It's because when they clean out the machine, you know, somebody has to, like, drain it and then go up there and scrub out the top of it and they refill it with the mixture. Uh, but I guess whoever scrubbed it lost their Band-Aid inside of there and because it's kind of a big dip to look inside of it they never noticed it fell off inside the machine or they just couldn't retrieve it or didn't care or didn't care oh it's so gross it was just did you vomit it immediately uh i did not eat the frosty i purchased the frosty for someone else who found it and then they ran outside and puked huh uh was it andy i no it was not andy i had i had another frosty and i did not finish it because you found another band-aid no because it came from the same pool oh yeah i I would have put (laughs) a set fuck that at that point yeah but that was one of the gross ones um, another one, I went to Chick-fil-A one time and it wasn't really the restaurant's fault this happened. I was there with my friend Dennis from college and Heather and we were eating, uh, Dennis and I were sitting there talking and there was this mom sitting beside us with like her two little kids and one of them was like a toddler and the other one was a little bit older and the older kid was like running around playing, being obnoxious and Dennis and I were trying to have a conversation. Well, 
we kept looking at the kid because he was distracting us. So we were looking that direction, and the mom was yelling at him to sit down and shut up. And all of a sudden, out of nowhere, the baby just starts projectile vomiting. <laughs> And it's like full on exorcist. It's yeah, like full on exorcist. It's like <laughs> dripping over the table. It's like running oh, all over. No. The, it's like all over the other kid. The mom's like, "Oh my god, stop!" And it's still just spewing like a fire hose. Like, and and Dennis and I are both sitting there like eating our chicken, watching it. Like we don't even stop. <laughs> just kept eating. And I look over at Heather, and she's just like, and she That's runs. Gross. She runs in the bathroom and pukes. Dennis and I just watched the whole thing happen and ate. Like we didn't even get phased by it. So in that scenario in the Goonies where uh, Chunk vomits over the does the fake vomit over the side, you would not be affected. Nah, seeing people throw up doesn't really do anything to me. Yeah, okay. I used to eat in the back of an ambulance. I would be unfazed by this as well. Yeah. All right. It's the smell usually for me. I mean, if I was sitting close enough to smell it, that could maybe do it. But yeah, watching it happen—that's nothing. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm way more disgusted by people not washing their hands or. <laughs> Like finding hair in my food or something like that. <laughs> oh man, that's the worst. It's the worst. <sighs> yeah. I always have the question if it's my hair though. Like, like is it mine? <laughs> once once I find something wrong at a restaurant, it's very unlikely I'll return to that restaurant. <laughs> I'm very well aware. <laughs> yeah. So, anyways, let's move on. Uh, that was it for mind melters. Let's go to this week's couple of casseroles. How many casseroles we got on this ship, anyhow? Yo. I knew it. I'm surrounded by casseroles. George, what's been pissing you off this week? Uh, so uh, I I don't know what, by the time this airs if I uh, would have already obtained a new job. Hopefully I have. Uh, but the current job I have now uh, didn't let, lay me off. It's a contract job where uh, if there's work to be done, I do the work and I get paid for the per hour that I'm there for. Uh, so they've currently run out of work for me to do. So I've just been chilling at home. And I asked if I should hold on to my credentials. And they said, yeah, sure. Hold on to it in case we need it. And then I just got an email from like uh, the secretary of the VP of the company I work for saying, hey, we're going to need your credentials, which pretty much means you're not working here anymore. Yeah. And I just kind of, you know, it's kind of annoying. Just fucking come out and tell me, hey, you know, we're going to lay you off instead yeah. of just kind of like dragging it out. Anyway, that's pretty crappy. It's pretty annoying and crappy. <clears throat> so that's what's kind of annoying me yeah, today. Under- understandably. I hope by the time this airs, you have found a job as well. Me too. Cause in, I, in town, I, I, need, I, I don't really want you to move away. That would suck. <laughs> I don't want to move away either. Uh, yeah. I need money. So if you want to donate money, I'm taking money. Anybody who's listening, <laughs> send him money. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, what gotta, would you do for a hundred dollars? I got to pay my bills. <laughs> Andy, who's your casserole for the week? Uh, there is an old man at work. And when I say old, I mean like 75 and like he's about to die old. Oh, he seems pretty, uh... Spry? Yeah, spry. Spry is a good word. But he definitely doesn't know computers very well. He's from an old age. Well, yeah, yeah. It's entertaining because he's somehow figured out how to watch streams of uh, the Andy Griffith show in his office. (laughs) (laughs) But He is old. (laughs) But he he hasn't figured out how to correct these computer-based trainings that we have to keep taking. Because we'll finish it... And it won't show that we've completed it. And he just goes, okay, well, I guess you got to do it again. But he's done it already. Yeah, but we've done them already. Uh-huh. So I've done the same computer-based training on uh, hazardous communication, or hazard communication, Hascom. And I've done it five or six times now. And I'm That's like, annoying. you guys got to fix this because it's wasting my time and it makes me sad. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to learn about hazard communication. After the fourth time, though, it's kind of like, all right, I'm done with this. And there's no, there's no test out 
option because I've I've got the test answers memorized now. It's all all of the above are true, <laughs> and you can't click test out like you can for some of them. Because I would just take that test all day every day. That's fine. No, I've got to sit through the PowerPoint talking about the video. It's kind of like uh, like defensive driving and stuff. I imagine, right? In America, you're required to label your hazardous waste so that people know what's in it, because otherwise. They won't know what's in it. Fascinating. And this is America. America. They'll die. Yeah, that sounds pretty awful. That's I... why suicide is up at your work then, huh? <coughs> uh, yeah, it's increased tenfold. Except for the guy watching Andy Griffith. <laughs> he has Andy Griffith to get He's him He's as by. happy as <laughs> me. He's just whistling that theme song. You know? <laughs> Isn't that the Andy Griffith? One? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's, that's I can't whistle, so. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow, that's another thing we learned Andy can't do. Yeah, that and watch movies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But he can watch Andy Griffith show that bet. I bet he could. It's a classic. It's all right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't really have a casserole for the week. Like, it's been... It's casserole been for life. Okay week. But yeah, I do have a casserole for life. Oh, actually. no. He's um, a lifer. So talking about fast food reminds me of my days working at McDonald's. You know, back in the day, Andy and I worked together at the same McDonald's for a while. We've mentioned that before on the show a couple times. But the guy who was the manager for that store was like the biggest douchebag I've ever met in my entire life. Um, I'm not going to say his name. It rhymes with Mantonio. <laughs> it does rhyme with Mantonio. <laughs> <laughs> and that's actually really funny because he was gay, and uh, he would bring his boyfriend up to work all the time. And the two of them would do no work. They would sit out in the front area of the restaurant and eat apple pies. Just like feeding each other apple pies and stuff? Yes. Oh, that's so gross. They would feed each other apple pies and like... God, make, t- tell them to take their love uh, somewhere else. They would gossip about the employees like... Loudly, in front of you guys? Loudly in front of everybody. Maybe he's just doing it just to get a rouse out of you guys. Uh, well, he was trying to get a rouse out of a lot of people. Like he got in trouble for grabbing people's asses. He got in trouble for sexual harassment, saying all kinds of things he shouldn't have said. He was a giant douche. Uh, I did not like him at all. I still don't like him. He made my life a living hell for about five years. Um, be hilarious if he listens to this episode. Such an idiot. Like, that was the most annoying thing is that somehow he became the manager of the store. He knew how to do nothing. Like, he didn't even know how the company worked. He didn't know how to even cook burgers. Like, he didn't know shit about running a McDonald's. Or how did he get the job then? I don't know. Someone fucked up somewhere. You definitely. He would always call me into his office and I'd be like, I don't want to go in the office. What do you want? <laughs> <laughs> and he'd be like, I need you to proofread this because I don't understand it. And I, I would read something he had typed up. I'd be like, what are you trying to say here? And he would make a sentence like, um, I tried to shut down the grill at 7 p.m. for such and such because he had to file an incident report. But it said, like, I need to shot Don the grill. I need to shot Don the girl. And I'd be like, what the fuck does this say? I don't understand you. (laughs) So he was an idiot and illiterate. Yes. All right. And, And a sexual harasser and, like, just an infinite myriad of bad things. Like, one of the most despicable and unlikable human beings I've ever come across that's and, saying a lot. Like, it's been, you know. And you put up with Andy, so. It's been 17 years since I worked with the guy. <laughs> and, like, I'd still feel like I would punch him in the face if I ever came across him again. That's yeah, that's holding a grudge. That so he's he's a lifelong casserole for me. All right. Yeah. So. If he's out there. Yeah, Mantonio, I'm talking about you. Yeah, go shove truth, a casserole up your Truth butt. comes out. It's funny because, like, a lot of my friends worked there. Because, like, I wasn't. They man- all felt the same? Yeah, well, everybody felt the same. I was a manager. My, my friend Kelly, she was a girl who worked there. And he was like, you know. You're kind of ugly because you don't wear makeup. He's like, if you wore makeup, more guys would want to date you. He was just hitting there with true life That's facts, That's so man. fucked up to say to somebody. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I mean, that is horrible. And Patty, our, our friend Patty, like, he would make him do all kinds of 
disgusting jobs that didn't really need to be done for money. Like we had a, a cleaning guy whose responsibility was to maintain the dumpster. Like he was supposed to go out there every morning and smash down the trash and like so he could put more trash bags in there. Gross. And he'd just be like, Patty, you're pissing me off. Go go smash down the trash in the dumpster. And he oh. would go out there and stand and watch him do it for like an hour. Like he got pleasure out of watching him do it. Hose him down. It was disgusting. <laughs> it was really disgusting. Now pour this milkshake over your head. Yeah. <laughs> it's vanilla. <sighs> Patty got him back though when he quit. That was you were, were you there that day? No, I wasn't there that day, but I've heard that story and it is so weird. Uh so Patty Antonio told him to do something and it was like the final straw. Mantonio, you mean? He, oh, yes, Mantonio told him to do something and it snapped. He snapped. So he goes to the back and he comes back up front wearing nothing but like his boxer shorts and a box and he has like his arms through it and like he had put a robot, he had drawn like a robot head on the box and put it on his head. And he comes out and he's like, fuck you, Antonio. Fuck you. He's like walking up and down. And Antonio is not capable of uh, any kind of managerial. Like he can't be like, what the hell's wrong with you? Get out of here. You're fired. He would never say anything like that. He's like, never hold any authority. He's like, please stop. Please stop. What are you doing? (laughs) Patty just, it's like Sunday rush. Like people are there for breakfast at their church and he's just walking up and down wearing nothing but a box shouting at the top of his lungs and robot voice. That's awesome. What a piece of shit Antonio is. And Mantonio, I'm sorry, I keep slipping. You, up. S- you said his name. They're gonna like figure. They're gonna figure times. out his name. Yeah, I, you said his <laughs> name like five times by now. Patty was a deeply troubled boy. Yeah. He loved robots. Yes, he's he's he, he's Osimo. He was Osimo before Osimo. He was Osimo before Osimo was a thing. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I've always liked that guy. He's fun. But anyways, yeah, Antonio is my lifelong casserole. All fuck right. that guy. Yeah, fuck that guy. Fuck Mantonio. Mm-hmm. Mantonio. Let's move on. Uh, George, it's time for consumption. Consumption. What have you been consuming this week? Uh, so recently I've been rewatching old movies, and uh, I finally caught a movie, uh, in a samurai movie from the '80s that I've never seen before. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, it's a kind of like a remake of uh, Lone Wolf and Cub. Okay. Do you know that story? Nope. I think you know. I a haven't story? watched it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Uh, so he has the book. Uh, so this is they made a uh, super violent exploit exploitation version of it in the eighties. Oh called, really? Yeah, called Shogun Assassin. I remember that. Yeah. Uh, I've never seen it before. Okay. Until recently, and it is fucking awesome. Yeah. It's full of like eighty Sith eighty mu- synth music. Sith music. S- synth synth <laughs> music. Sith. Darth music. Sith Sith Lord. No, it's full of like eighty synth like rock type music kind of deal and uh it is like chubby assassin dude samurai dude just killing a whole bunch of folks and the guy uh baby's being pushed around in the carriage and the carriage turns into a weapon and you just see limbs and body pieces getting chopped up in half and it's all like with real prosthetic Mm -hmm. uh stuff like puppets and stuff like that and it looks awesome that's cool Uh, if no one's ever seen it or if you haven't seen it before i highly recommend it uh, although I'm told it's like the bastardization of the real story, which the real movie has like seven parts or eight parts to it, this movie only covers the first three. Okay. And it's really shortened version of it. And there's like a really weird part in the movie where a lady assassin comes to kill him and he like shoved her into the ocean or whatever in the water and it was really cold and he like convinces her to come in and they all have to get naked and... Uh, <laughs> And they use their body warmth because their clothes are soaked, so they can't start a fire because it's raining. Right. Uh, so they use their body warmth to get warm. Uh, the only thing that convinces the lady to not stab him is that the baby is in between them, and the baby accidentally like rubs her boob, and then she like thinks twice about killing him. 
It was the only weirdest part of the movie. It was I, I, very weird. Yeah, it was the only part of the movie I went like, well, that's a bit weird. <laughs> 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 but other than that, the rest of the movie is pretty fucking awesome. There's a scene where he like cuts a dude in half from the t- head to the like the torso. It looks cool. That does sound cool. Yeah, so Shogun Assassin. Go check it out. All right. I what watched Last Night. Like, it's Clive Owen doing Last Samurai. Uh-huh. Do not watch it. <laughs> I Wait, cannot uh, emphasize did this. That had enough. Morgan Freeman in it. Yeah, it had Morgan. I've been Freeman wanting to it. watch it. Is it bad? It is awful. Wow. It is awful. But what's the story? All right. So, uh, so forty-seven Ronin, except they the do Vikings. everything they can to avoid the word samurai or anything Asian, except for the two random Asian people and the one guy pretending to be Asian. He is the most weeaboo person I have ever seen. <laughs> I don't think you can say that, man. <laughs> Are you Googling whether or not it's appropriate for me to say that? No, no, it's fine. I'm, I'm going to allow it. Because I've said it before in the show. Have yeah. you? Yeah. I've never paid attention cosplay to Cosplay episode. Maybe that's why you pissed off all the cosplayers. Yeah, probably. <laughs> hey, guys. You're going to be upset again. So anyway, last night, it's like 47 Ronin, but with Vikings. No, no, with knights. Knights. Yeah, that's what... That's word why night it's called means. last night. I'm not sorry. last Viking. Sorry. But um, I, I misunderstood. It's okay. Yeah, yeah. So they're like, yes, we are honorable and awesome. But Clive Owen's a great actor. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, Morgan Freeman. Yeah. Is Morgan Freeman a knight? No, no. Morgan Freeman is the, the lord that gets killed to make them all Ronin. Mm. The problem isn't the acting. The problem is that they go out of their way to make it not... Ronin and not Samurais. And my guess would be, I don't know if it came out before 47 Ronin or... It definitely came out before that. Yeah. Okay, so maybe just someone else had the options on it. I mean, it's like point for point. Hmm. Uh, I, I didn't like 47 Ronin. I didn't really like it either. I thought I would. Uh, there's parts of it I liked it's, until like half to the halfway point of the movie. Then it yeah. just kind of went downhill really fast. Yeah, I agree. Uh, if it had been Clive Owen and Morgan Freeman in... 47 Ronin? Yeah. Or if they'd been able to say Samurai? I'll just watch Shoot 'em Up again. Shoot 'em Up's pretty great. Shoot 'em Up's pretty Yeah, good. that was a great movie. Yeah. All right. So yeah. That's what you've been consuming? So last night, fuck it. Don't watch it. Yeah, yeah. You consumed it and you hated it. It's it's like uh, the other half of 47 Ronin, where 47 Ronin had a good story and everything was awesome, and it's just Keanu Reeves sucks. And last night had awesome acting and great people in it, and it's just the story sucks because they go out of their way to avoid being Asian. All right. All right. Fair enough. Uh, I haven't really been watching anything this week, but I did read some comics that I've had sitting on my computer for a long time. All right. Um, so Speak no evil, one of them? Well, of course. You know, <laughs> uh, We're indie comic creators, and we I used to do a show that was all about comic books, so I did a lot of interviews with, with creators and stuff. And uh, there's another couple of people that worked on a book that I kept seeing show up around the same time ours did, and we, we would pop on a review site, and then they would immediately afterwards, or vice versa. And it was called Blood and Gourd. You remember them? I do remember them, yeah. Uh, it's Jens Lund and um, D.H. Schultes are the writers. And it's basically this crazy megalomaniac wants to create this uh, pumpkin thing. Like he wants to bring back this ancient pumpkin deity to enslave humanity. It's and the turn- great pumpkin, Charlie it kind of It kind of is like a dark <laughs> twist on the great pumpkin. Uh, it's He wants to bring back this ancient pumpkin deity to like kind of take over and enslave humanity. And initially he has to make sacrifices to like feed the blood to the pumpkins to try to, you know, make them evil and make them come into life. Like a little shop of horrors? A little bit. 
And uh, there's a, a pumpkin patch that all these people go to before Halloween, and they're you know shopping for the pumpkin they want to get to. And it's totally a great pumpkin, Charlie Brown. There's like a, a corn maze and like all this fun stuff for the kids, and all of a sudden the pumpkins come to life and just start eating people and ripping them to pieces. Kind of like Attack of the Killer Tomatoes a little bit in there awesome. too. A lot of like cool stuff from '80s horror movies that we really liked mixed into this right on and uh, when the the great pumpkin whatever does finally show up it's this like 40 foot tall monster with the the largest pumpkin for a head and i mean it's it's real bloody and it's real fun and i liked it a lot cool uh, it's available on comiXology and what was the name of it again blood and gourd blood and gourd the first two issues are out and the third one i think is coming out pretty soon kind of like speak no evil <laughs> i think our time to, i think our timelines are about the same there uh, but I, I like their stuff, so I wanted to give them a shout out. And very cool. I, I like the book a lot. Yeah, I'm going to definitely check it out. It took me a long time to read it because they sent it to me back in like October. <laughs> so, well, we've been busy. Sorry, guys, I've been really busy. Yeah, definitely check that out. Well, that does it for consumption. Let's move on to this week's tell us something nutty, Andy. Since you chose fast food, what is your nutty story? So when I worked at the other McDonald's, we had a cleaning lady, and the cleaning lady spoke no English. She just kept coming over and like rubbing my my arms or like pulling up my chest hair as it came out through the top of my shirt and i was like what's happening <laughs> what the fuck uh you know i'm like 17 uh-huh. and i'm like excuse me manager why does she keep touching me well son when a man loves a woman uh, are you saying that she's a man and i'm a woman <laughs> and it all came to a head one night when i had to take her home and i was like oh oh no because she didn't have a car. Right. And for whatever reason, they decided that I needed to do this. And I was like, no, no, no. For some reason, every cleaning lady at every restaurant I ever worked at never had a car. And they yeah. need somebody to take them home every time. Yeah. 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 It's like a thing. Yeah. Yeah. Almost like they don't get paid enough. Almost like that. Yeah. <laughs> um, but at least they have jobs. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm... Um, ch- <laughs> you can hit him if you want. Hilarious. <laughs> you can hit him. It's fine. <laughs> so I, I was all worried and, you know, driving home filled with trepidation. And by home, I mean her home. And uh, then we get there and she's like, thank you. And just gets down. And I'm like, you speak English? No. All she knew was thank you and no, which coincidentally is the same in Spanish. Well, thank you is different. But no is the same in almost every language. No. Uh, working at McDonald's. I have I have some I have so many funny stories, but since this is mind fudge, I'll tell a story about re- fudge related to fudge. Oh right, there you go. So uh, when I was the manager, you know we liked to have fun at McDonald's, like, and we had a lot of high school kids there that just didn't really give a crap. And I was friends with a lot of them, like I was about the same age as all of them, and I had been promoted to manager. And I was usually the closing manager, like during the weeknights, I would be the guy to shut everything down. So the process for doing that is we clean up the front area of the lobby put all the chairs on the tables, mop everything, lock all the doors, and then start working our way back towards the back of the kitchen, cleaning all of that. And the first thing you do is mop the floor. Uh, So we would mop the floor and then play football with the uh, fudge packets. Um, If you've ever gotten a hot fudge sundae at McDonald's, the the fudge sauce, it's not like Hershey's or anything. It it comes in like a, a thick plastic container. It's malleable. Like you can move it around. But it's, uh, it's like a big bag, like a real thick bag that the fudge is stored in. The same thing with the strawberry, because they used to do strawberry sundaes and caramel. And like we would just play football with that on the mopped floor. So if you've never been in a McDonald's kitchen before, it's super greasy, just like any other place. And when yeah, you mop course. it, it becomes like unbelievably slick. So there'd be a bunch <laughs> of like idiot high school guys and college guys like throwing this thing around. And we'd just be slipping and sliding everywhere. 
you know, crashing and burning, falling on the floor. We would all be drenched, soaked in water from falling on the mop floor and stuff. Uh, and it went right for a really long time. And we would, it was our nightly ritual. It was fun. Until the day that one of the guys threw one of the strawberry packets at somebody and they fumbled it and it went straight into the fry vat (laughs) (laughs) and it exploded in like a big hiss and turned all of the grease in the fry trap red, like blood red. And because you have to have a special tool to unlock the fry trap thing at the bottom to drain the grease, I couldn't unlock it and like fix it before anybody really saw it. So we just left it and cleaned up everything of the night. I put a note on there saying, don't use this one. But one of the morning time ladies was just like, what do you mean don't use this one? It's fine. So they moved everything, turned everything on. And then when I got to work, um, they were really pissed off at me because they had pink French fries and they didn't know why. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, I had to explain that. And it was all on camera. And we watched the whole thing again, which was like, it was really hard to not laugh while we were watching it. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty <laughs> it awesome. It was funny, but uh, yeah, that's, that's my fudge story. My strawberry story. What about you? Uh, as far as fast food story goes, I don't really have one. I don't think uh, I don't have anything funny per se to say about fast food. I had a funny encounter one time at a Whataburger at three in the morning, and those are always the most interesting. Yeah. Uh, so uh, my college roommate and I, uh, he would always get a craving for Whataburger at two or three in the morning. As you do. Yeah, as you do, and uh, so. I would always be enticed to go with him to take him because he didn't have a car. And I did. Uh, so uh, we went and one time we we're just waiting for our food. And this crazy, crazy homeless lady started coming up to us and just talking to us. And she thought, like, are you President Bush? <laughs> uh, she just assumed that because I was white and I was the only person there. And what did you tell her? I told her, no, I'm not. <laughs> and then uh, she just con- continued to... Uh, act crazy and uh, talk to us and saying weird things about how she had sex with Ronald Reagan and then uh, that she, you know, is going to be the next president of the United States. And, Good for her. And God, it, she was a crazy political homeless person. <laughs> Who would have thought? Well, you know, she's entitled to her opinion. You know, and uh, it's just, it was just very strange and odd. And, you know, I felt like if I wasn't watching my back, I probably would have been murdered by a crazy homeless person. Three in the morning in Waterburger. You know, I got a homeless person story that I like pretty good. <laughs> um, I used to, uh, well, my my school was the University of Houston downtown, not the University of Houston, the one downtown. Okay, it's a separate school, same name, not riding on anyone's coattails. But it was down by this underpass, and uh, you had to park on one side of of it, and then walk through the underpass. And I have this knack for homeless people being way too close to me or just getting in my business well in this case i got too close to a homeless person and too far into their business because they were taking a shit and i was trying to ask them for directions while he was taking a shit it was a she Uh oh and because she was sitting on a uh one of those rails that goes between the lanes (laughs) of the highway i didn't realize that she was taking a shit. Her pants were slightly pulled down, and she was taking a shit. And she was such a sweet lady who <laughs> did not say anything to me about the fact she was taking a shit. She gave me directions, and they were like, yeah, you just walk up the street, and then you turn left. And I was like, oh, thank you. And then I noticed the smell, and I was like, oh. You weren't doing a thing there. It's just you were taking a shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
It's just not how that hasn't how she talked. Yeah, yeah, no, it wasn't like she was having a stroke or anything. She, she was having a dump. She was having a dump while I talked to her. Awesome. There you go. I I have another story. I guess I can tell. Of course you can. Uh, So since you were talking about crazy people at fast food places, this is not actually a McDonald's story. This is a Burger King story. Um, I've been shot at at a a Burger King one time. That's next. (laughs) Save that. Uh, (laughs) So I used to be really fat Uh, when I was in high school. I gained a shitload of weight working at McDonald's. As you do. I worked really hard to lose it. Um, In about six months, I dropped down like almost 180 pounds. That doesn't sound healthy. It wasn't healthy, uh, but I really was only consuming like four or 500 calories a day, except on Fridays when I allowed myself to eat whatever I wanted. 15 pizzas. I didn't really go crazy because I didn't want to like balloon back up. But uh, every Friday, my friend Kyle and I would go to a Burger King on our way to the card shop to play games or whatever. And we'd stop in there and I would get the same thing. Two double cheeseburgers, large fry and a drink. You know, it's my one real meal for the week. And there was this creepy manager that worked there, this old guy. And it was kind of like, is this the nine inch nails story? Did he have nine inch nail finger fingernails? Is there more to the, where he was telling you about Trent Reznor and why it was called that? Yes. Yes. It's not that story, but it's that guy. Oh, that guy's creepy. He was so creepy. He's this old man who kind of looked like Dave Thomas, the founder of Wendy's, but he worked at Burger King. That's weird. Didn't really seem like he had a whole lot of friends. Because he looks like Dave Thomas. Well, he wanted to be our friend so badly. Every Friday we would go there and he would just come and sit down at our table. An old man? Completely uninvited, this old man. And he'd be like, hey guys, how's it going? That's not Creepy creepy. smile. And he actually said creepy smile. (laughs) We would go in there week after week because we wanted Burger King and it was on the way. Right. You know, it was kind of interesting to see what he was going to do next. See, you're you're testing your limits here. Is maybe what maybe it, a little bit. It was yeah. probably a bad eventually y'all were gonna get like sleeping aid in your food, and he was gonna drag your bodies to his car. Maybe, maybe that's what was gonna happen. I don't know. We stopped going there after an incident, though. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this so, is the moment where you realize we've gone there. Enough. And he's right. We did go there one time, and I was wearing my nine inch nail shirt, and he pulled me aside to tell me what it like. He pulled me aside and like put me in a huddle that I couldn't get out of, and he's like, <laughs> "Hey, that's called a headlock." You know why they call that band Nine Inch Nails? And I was like, uh, "I don't want to know. <laughs> get off me." What was his explanation? Genitals. Did not know. Yeah, yeah. he had nine inch dicks. Yeah. Uh, the worst thing though. There was like a kid's birthday party. People do that all the time at fast food places. Yeah, because yeah. they hate I, their children. I, I, had, children. I had a birthday party at McDonald's one time. I'm so sorry. It was, you know, it was all right. Was it really, though? Think about it. I don't know, man. As a kid, I went to McDonald's a lot for the toys. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the toys are fine and stuff, but like parents really cheap out on those birthday parties. And of course they do. They're terrible. But they had a cake for the party or whatever, and he had just gotten done cutting it for the people. And we, when we walked in to order our food, and we walk in, and he's holding this like eight inch long knife. <laughs> and he did this like swivel thing where he saw us come come in he turned around and just flashes this creepy smile holding the knife and he's like hey boys and i was just like fuck this <laughs> never going to burger king again i do not want to eat at this burger king anymore <laughs> and so we were there and he was like he's like i always wanted to try to kill somebody and he's like doing that with a knife like you know acting like he's gonna stab somebody and really he's probably murdered somebody by now i wouldn't it wouldn't surprise me we used to joke all the time there was dead bodies in the dumpster at that burger king (laughs) (laughs) but he came and sat down with us and he brought the fucking knife to the table and so we're trying to eat our food and he's just sitting there spinning the knife around like talking to us the whole time oh y'all would have been totally murdered and we were like okay eat fast (laughs) (laughs) i was just like shove the whole double cheeseburger in my mouth gulp (laughs) i was like all right we got to be somewhere bye later 
we didn't go back. I would never go back we, there. We went back there. I mean, we went there every week for like three months, and we had at least twelve interactions with the guy before the knife incident. Holy shit! And man, that dude's totally killed somebody by now. It would not surprise me at all. You should check to see if he's in jail. I don't know his name, no. but creepy, yeah. creepy Dave Thomas guy, <laughs> creepy Burger King manager that looks like Dave Thomas. Uh, I have a, a uh, crazy Burger King story. I like how you didn't lead with this one. You're like, well, oh, no, I'm going to tell you about political homeless people, not the time I almost got shot. Well, I mean, it's not a funny story. It's just a crazy story. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, I mean, the political one was weird and crazy and, and a little funny when you think about it in, in hindsight. Yeah. Me getting shot at in a Burger King is not funny. It's just you realize you live in the fucking ghetto and you need to move. Yeah. That's a good indicator, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so anyway, uh, at my high school, there was a Burger King right across the street, and if you wanted to skip, that's usually there or Wendy's. Those are the two places you can go. Cops usually don't go there. Because <laughs> they get shot at? Well, no, they're, they're too busy at, like, Dunkin' Donuts or whatever, or, or Shipley's if you're in Texas. Uh, anyway, um, so we are skipping class. I think it's the period before last period, and I was with my girlfriend at the time. Uh, inside Burger King and we're getting food and all of a sudden we start hearing this ruckus this guy is arguing with the other dude at the cashier and the argument just gets louder and louder and louder to a point where the dude pulls out a gun and starts he fires three times in the store Holy fuck. one of the bullets go right over our table and smashes the window that we're sitting next at I look at my, uh, my girlfriend at the time I was like we need to get the fuck out of here no I'm pretty sure you finish <laughs> Well, I mean, it happened really fast. Like, three bullets went off really fast. Yeah. And uh, we just bolted for the... Because the exit door was right at the back. And so we just bolted and just ran. Didn't even want to, like, stay for the cops or anything. Yeah, I wouldn't have. I'd have been out of there. <laughs> yeah. I didn't also didn't want to get a, a ticket from the cops asking why I was there during school hours. Well, that too. Yeah. yeah. yeah to a lesser extent. <laughs> <laughs> that or death. I mean, yeah, I did... You, I, you, <laughs> you know, it's good to stay alive. <laughs> And that went to show me that I live in the fucking ghetto and should never go there. Yeah. In that same corner uh, shopping center is the comic book store I I went to all the time, too. All right. Yep. Fucking ghetto. All right. Well, that was a lot of stories. That's most stories we've told in one of these segments. So Yeah. We we should call it like like fast food campfire stories. (laughs) We'll have to conserve some for a later time. Uh, Let's move on to this week's hot fudge. You want the hot fudge? What do you got for us, George? Uh, so I thought it would be uh, interesting to uh, just give some hot info facts about McDonald's that you may or may not know. Okay. Uh, so originally, McDonald's sold hot dogs. Yes. That was their original idea uh, in the uh, 1930s until they got bought out. And they made a movie about this, about the guy who bought them out. Ray Kroc. Is that his name? Yes. Yeah. yeah. And and any, anybody that's ever worked at McDonald's has sat through like 20 hours of those videos that Andy was talking about before, uh-huh. um, where you learn the history of McDonald's. Wow. And Did like, they talk uh, about how they got bought out and the dude like is now like mm-hmm. hot top shit? Mm-hmm. Wow. So you know all that shit. We know. I know way too much about McDonald's. Like if, when you become a manager, there's actually a McDonald's university they send you to for like advanced learning. Wow. That's not covered in the videos. I know. I know entirely too much shit about McDonald's. So that leads me to my next fact. Okay. Uh, one out of one in eight every American has been employed by McDonald's at one point in time in their life. I believe that. I'm amazed that they still have business if one out of eight Americans won't eat there. (laughs) (laughs) I believe that as well. (laughs) Uh, Another hot fact, this is probably like not not surprising to anyone, 
McDonald's is the world's largest toy distributor. Hmm. That makes sense. Yeah. 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 Uh, the french fries you were talking about earlier apparently made out of uh, 17 different ingredients. Mm-hmm. <laughs> None of them potato. <laughs> One of it is <laughs> potato flavor oil. <laughs> Yeah, if you get their french fries while they're still frozen, like if you pull them out of the bag, they are already greasy. They are super greasy. Yeah. Uh, McDonald's feeds about 68 million people per day. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, uh, A lot of people eat there because it's like one of the few fast food places that's still relatively cheap. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, it, it's not. And according to uh, a survey in 2010, uh, Subway had more restaurants than McDonald's. And served less people. And yeah, probably. Nobody wants to go eat at Subway. Yeah, the only times that I've really and truly gotten bad food poisoning, Subway. Subway. Yeah, same here, but I still eat there every once in a while. <laughs> and uh, still to this day, the company sells more than 75 hamburgers per second. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, it's still doing smash bang business. Like, everybody seems to like McDonald's, unless you work there. Yeah. <laughs> that seems to be the truth. I miss when they used to have the, uh, the weird flavored shakes, like raspberry. Mm-hmm. Because the best part about working there was when they had those off-the-wall flavors, they almost never advertised them, and you'd be able to go and get them and mix them with something else. Oh, the best part of working there was the the creative side of it, because you could take yeah. all the different ingredients for food they had and make your own shit. Yeah, apparently yeah. there's a secret menu now. You can there's ask, always been a secret menu. Yeah, you can yeah. you can ask for certain things. Yeah. Like the uh, the thing where you get like breakfast sandwich and with a hamburger meat in it. I forgot what it's called. The 1030 special. 1030 special. Thank you. That's what it's called. And uh, last fact I have uh, that I thought was kind of interesting for uh, people who care about McDonald's is that only in Colombia can you get a pineapple Oreo McFlurry. That sounds really good. (laughs) Interesting. (laughs) There you go. Well, that was pretty interesting for anybody that didn't know anything about McDonald's. But (laughs) (laughs) these two guys know everything. Unfortunately. Let's move on to this week's Ask the Nuts. It is time to Ask the Nuts. It's a bit nutty. Question one. If you could own any fast food restaurant, which would you choose and why? Starbucks. Why? Because they make a lot of money and Andy's shaking his head. Defend your use of Starbucks as a fast food restaurant after you were getting on to us about, uh, was it Chipotle? Was it Chipotle? Yeah, I guess so. It was Chipotle. I don't like Chipotle. That's why. I don't like Starbucks. (laughs) Yeah, but Starbucks (laughs) isn't fast food. They serve food. They do. You can get like breakfast sandwiches and shit. Bre- lunch sandwich. It has a drive-through. It's f- it's fast food. Bom, bom, you dirty bom. hippies, and you're mixing coffee with other things that aren't coffee. <laughs> so yeah, uh, because uh, it's on the trend. Everybody wants coffee all the time, and uh, you know, makes money. Fair enough. Yep. <laughs> I guess you could say the same thing about McDonald's, though. Yeah, any fast food place if it's positioned in the right section of town will make a lot of money. Yep. Yeah. What about you, Andy? It would have to be one that I won't eat at, so probably McDonald's. But you would, you would own a McDonald's, you, you would but you would have to there. go there from time to time to like be involved in managerial up on decisions. Shit. Yeah, and that's up fine. Stuff. I don't ever want to like set foot in one again. <laughs> he doesn't even want to <laughs> smell it. I mean, if if you work there and owning it kind of counts as working there, you're gonna never want to eat it anyways. But at some point, at some point, you're always gonna have to step in. And I'm worried that if it's like, oh well, I own Jack in the Box. Or a Whataburger. God, I hate Jack in a Box. If I owned a Whataburger, I'd be in there eating it. I'd be eating my profits away. I'd also get gigantic and start to hate Whataburger. Therefore, I don't want to own Whataburger. I want to own McDonald's, because I already hate it. There is a logic behind that, but I, I don't agree with you. <laughs> well, you it's fine McDonald's that you're that wrong. Uh, 
Raising Kings. Hey, those oh, are pretty yeah. good. Yeah. Although I fucking hate the way they decorate the store inside. If you yeah. own one, you can change that. No, you can't because you have to abide by franchise rules. But I'm sure there are small changes. I'm sure you get some say in within the boundaries of what's acceptable in the franchise. Yeah, I guess so. God, yeah. Every time I go in there, it just looks like corporate America tries to assume what college teenagers like. That is fair. I well, hate it. It was founded by like barely on a college kids, right? I don't know. I don't know anything about that restaurant. But I, I like Raising Cane's, but I don't want it all the time. And like, I feel like if I owned it, I would just eat there every once in a while. It would be like the right amount. Not so much that I would get sick of it. Not so much that I would hate it the way I would if I owned a Whataburger or something. I feel like a restaurant like Cane's is probably the right middle ground. Uh, let's see. Question two. In-N-Out Burger versus Whataburger. Man, that is a tough one. Is it? Well, I mean, as far as food goes, no, it's not. Uh, but I do love In-N-Out's milkshakes. I've never had them. Uh, there's a secret menu to In-N-Out, and I only order off the secret menu because that's the only way I can actually like the food dirty hippie uh <laughs> fast food elitist they have a milkshake called the neapolitan milkshake and they you can only it's not on the menu you have to know about it to ask for it and it's amazing but as far as hamburgers go waterburger is king yeah waterburger's king i've eaten in and out hamburgers before and they're they're okay they're okay you, you gotta order it a certain way for I it like, to taste I, really i like good. wendy's better honestly like there's there's a lot of places i'd prefer to in and out but waterburger it's hard to beat. It really is. In and out's also an experience. It's fun. I've never had In and Out. Never been to one. Know nothing really of it. So I'm gonna go with Whataburger and insist that I'm right anyways. As the, you the American way. Do. <laughs> the American way. Uh, next question. Best French fries. Oh man. I'm a French French fries kind of guy. I like French fries. Really? French fry elitist, perhaps. Maybe that's why I'm so fat. Because I like French fries. <laughs> Uh, God, the best French fries. I, I like Whataburger's French fries. They're pretty good. Um, I do like Wendy's French fries. That's my favorite, actually. Yeah. I like Wendy's a lot. I don't know what it is, though, man. Like, McDonald's got the perfect smell to it. See, it's, it's like scientifically engineered to make you like it. But yeah. But if you've eaten them day in and day out for longer than Like, I can go months. to McDonald's and just get fries yeah. and be happy. So, Andy, what about you? Favorite French fry? <laughs> Uh, well, I mean, old school Arby's had the best. I fucking oh, hate Arby's, Arby's man. is so good. Curly it's fries? It's still good. Curly's? Yes. Yeah. I hate uh, Arby's. But they How keep trying Arby's? to do the fucking normal like shit. Ones. No, you're wrong. You're wrong. It's like sloppy, nasty meat that you're thinking disgusting. Jack- we're talking fries here, man. I'm just talking about the food in general. Arby's oh, is disgusting. We're talking they have the fries. best cheese sticks. Their I, mozzarella sticks are, are fucking I've never amazing. ordered mozzarella sticks from They Arby's. are amazing. Fat guy over here says they are amazing. Trust me. Jamocha shakes. <laughs> yeah, they're not bad. Yeah. For know. having a flavor that's not that's, yeah. anything. Yeah. Yeah. I, I can't remember liking the fries at Arby's because I, I was own disgusted Arby's. by I the couldn't food. own an Arby's for the same reason I couldn't own a Whataburger because I would weigh 600 pounds. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I got I to gotta bring this up even though everyone's going to down shoot it. Long John Silver's. Never been there. They're pretty good. Um, I'm more partial to the Hush Puppies. Oh, well, yeah, yeah. Which I have another funny story about, which I guess I could tell real quick because it's not that long. Uh, when I was in college, uh, I had a friend, Dennis, who I mentioned before. He and I decided one day to pool our money and try to do something funny at Long John Silver's. So we went there and went to the drive-thru and tried to order 600 hush puppies because they were 12 for a dollar. So we had 50 bucks to, to blow. <laughs> we wanted to see about getting 600 hush puppies. And they told us it was going to take too long if we sat in the drive-thru and we had to come inside and wait. So we did. And it took like 40 minutes. 
And you had got and we got six hundred hush puppies. And Holy we fuck! Went back to the house and or the apartment, and we ate so many that we both got really sick and never ate another hush and puppy. And we still sense. had like two thirds of them left. <laughs> yeah. That was a waste of fifty. Bucks. It was a total blow of fifty dollars. But when I, when you when you were like twenty, you didn't care. Yeah, I guess it was so. funny. So. It was funny but, to see people just slave hard to get you what you want. Yeah, <laughs> and then vomit over their efforts. Yeah. But those those fries they're they're thicker than regular, mm-hmm. but they're, they're also a crispier too. They're crispier, yeah, yeah. They don't have that mushiness. Yeah, yeah. They're pretty tasty. I give you that. Yeah. But I, I still think Wendy's is the best. Best bang for your buck. Yeah, I would say that too. Yeah. It's a most affordable out of the all of them, and it does taste pretty good. Mm-hmm. And those they're real potatoes. Artisan so fries. Yes. Yeah. Let's move on. Next question. Uh, would you prefer kangaroo meat or horse meat in your burgers? <laughs> Um, horse meat? Sure, why not? As long as they don't mix them, I want to have one one day and one the other. So you can tell the difference. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, because kangaroo meat probably is a little bit, uh, you know, gamier. Yeah, gamier. horse meat. I, well, yeah. if, you're, if you've eaten a Jack in the Box before, you've eaten kangaroo meat. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? I didn't even I know they had l- this problem. I can only assume that the kangaroo meat is in the tacos. Well, the tacos are the same as the hamburgers. They just take a hamburger patty and fold it in half and put it in the taco shell. Uh, that's what Burger King used to do. These are that's like what, that's what Jack in the Box does too. Really? Yeah, because they look all ground. they look all ground beefy because yeah. they cover it up with the lettuce and stuff before they fry it. But I then, get it without lettuce. I swear to God, every time I've ever eaten, seen somebody eat one of those, it's a folded up hamburger patty. Burger King, when they had uh, tacos, they did that, mm-hmm. and that's why I never went there. No, I think Jack in the Box may have like beef paste. Maybe, 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 or it's just grounded beef that they use for hamburgers. Maybe I don't know. It's gross either way. It's all kangaroo. Uh, I, I hate Jack in the Box. <laughs> <laughs> um, I am gonna say kangaroo only because I don't like horses so much. Burn. I think kangaroos are cute. Next question: uh, Chipotle versus Freebirds versus Burritos. Freebirds wins all. Hmm. Freebirds has the better atmosphere, better food. And better sauces. What's with you in atmosphere? I like, like, I like a good way, atmosphere where I eat. I, I prefer my food to be tastier. I disagree with you because Chipotle has better rice and mm. I think that their salsa is better. I don't think so. And their meat is more flavorful. I don't think so either. Uh, it's way spicier than it is at Freebirds. Freebirds chicken tastes like rubber. It doesn't really have any flavor. I disagree. Uh, you just go to the wrong Freebirds. I've been to like six different ones and gotten I've the same experience every time. Many a Freebird, including... One about, I don't know. I just passed me. Can we all agree that Burritos <laughs> is just the weakest? It has its moments. They have better pulled pork than either of... Their queso I, I mean, is pretty good. And we don't, queso the other places don't offer queso like that, so... No. I don't like Burritos. I'm not a fan. No. It's way overpriced, too. I don't like mm-hmm. Chipotle because it gives me diarrhea later. But it tastes good. Not really. It tastes it doesn't good. taste much better than Freebirds. It's way better than Freebirds. <laughs> I like that Freebirds has roasted garlic. And they have that creamy jalapeno, which makes everything taste amazing. I haven't gotten that. So I need to do that. I've never had that. That's there. Good. I've never had that there. I've had it at Taco Bell. <laughs> I don't know. I, I mean, know Taco Bell has Taco a Bell creamy. quesadillas. They, they put that in the quesadillas. <laughs> it's pretty good. I'm going to end uh, up with Freebirds. Have you guys eaten? We should have Freebirds. <laughs> we'll see, we'll <laughs> I see ate what before happens. I came over. <laughs> I don't uh, care. You're going. All right. Well, that does it for Ask the Nuts. I'm sorry if we're uh, talking too much about food, but we're all <laughs> At least you got hungry. Very hungry. <laughs> yeah. uh, I want to remind everybody, follow us on our social media. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash mindfudgecomedy. On Twitter, I am at comicaljc. If you like to follow George. Uh, at George Strips is everything. Uh, it's T-R-I-P-S-A-S. 
and uh, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. And then also be sure to check out our comic book, Speak No Evil. Graybear Comics, G-R-A-Y, issue two is out. And uh, issue three for Kickstarter is running now. Be sure to pledge and share with all your friends. Yes, please. Princess Sophia SU on Twitter, and it's Sophia with an F, or jonesaw.com, which is like bone saw, but with a J instead of a B. Jonesaw. And now I'm on the Amazons. That's right. Pick up Andy's book, and if you want to read a sample chapter, it's on our website, Mm -hmm. mindfudgecomedy.com. And that is pretty much it, guys. Uh, Subscribe to the show, leave us a five-star review, and go have yourselves a nice dinner. We will talk to you later. Don't Don't die. Don't eat Chipotle. Chipotle's the best. Fuck you, George. (laughs) Ha, 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 ha.